Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast. I mean, at, at this point, I feel uncomfortable even saying the words Jock Doc Podcast. I mean, these days, they'll throw you in prison just for saying you're a fan of the Jock Doc Podcast. Like, it's crazy. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as diatrazoate megalamine and national pie day. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Dr. London, I'm very excited. We have a sponsor today. Dr. London, in this day and age, everyone is a little famous. I mean, we, we live in the age of influencers, right? Everyone's got six billion followers. How many, how many Instagram followers do you have at this point? As one of the, the like world's five. biggest celebrity doctors. Yeah. Like four or five dozen. No. Dozen Almost. or four and five? Sorry, sorry. I have four and five, four. so I guess nine total. Okay, wow. And Dr. London, the problem with everyone being a celebrity is that if everyone's a celebrity, kind of no one's a celebrity, right? Right. Yes, the superhero dilemma. And so, really, the only thing that separates a real celebrity, a Taylor Swift, from a you know lowly podcaster, is that Taylor Swift gets all these stalkers. Oh, okay. I see where you, yes. There's not enough stalkers out there for every single influencer these days, Dr. London. You can't keep up. Oh, if only there was another way. There is another way, Dr. London. It's the Stalky Talkie. The Stalky Talkie is a GPS device, sort of looks like a brick, sort of looks like a walkie-talkie. How heavy? Oh, man, like 30, 45 kilograms. I'm talking about like a 1980-style thick like almost like an 80s cell phone, but they had the walkie-talkies that were like kind of a brick. That's the stocky talkie It has a GPS. It plays creepy voices at night. It calls you at random hours of the day and says, where are you? Or I know what you're wearing. It has a little camera, and so it'll be like, I see that you have a hat on. And this happens all the time, and all of your friends are so worried about you. Your family's worried about you. You're going viral like crazy on TikTok because you're like, these stalkers are out of control. And for only $10 a month, Dr. London, your stalker can actually show up to your doorstep. <gasps> no, mine? And go, Whoa! And then run away. What? And, and I get all this for, for how much? That, well, the device itself is 50 bucks, and you got to pay the subscription if you want sort of, you know, consistent updates. And think about the followers you're going to get when you make a TikTok that says, guys, I, I keep getting these crazy voicemails where I'm like, I'm going to eat your dog's feet. And, and they're voicemails to their giant phone, right? The stocky talkies they have? No, no. It's, the phone is more the hub. It's like, the, it's like, a, like an Alexa. It's doing all the stuff. It's calling your okay. traditional cell phone. I think they just did the stocky talkie because it rhymes with walkie-talkie. I, but, you know, I, they just went with sure. it. Well, it's marketing, yeah. No, it's the marketing masters. You, you find the best in that field. It also works perfectly for us, Dr. London, because since 
there are sponsored sort of the jockey doggy stocky talk oh yes wow the stocky talky and the jockey doggy stocky talky yeah sending uh clips of their hair digging through trash someone does that maybe but anyway get the stocky talky today just text dr london he'll give you the link uh, is okay i get yeah just um just just tweet at the podcast yes I, I, that's that's the best way to get my number i guess i guess it's a little more direct to to hit up dr london yeah 214 okay no well let's let's i if you could if you could just bleep him out dj dylan no i like i know you've you've refused to bleep anything on this podcast because you say we are uncensored anyway so that's most of the number three six <laughs> uh, that's that's plenty of the number uh anyway so so that was that was our sponsor and that was producer cameron uh also with us is did you know the host this day and age everyone is a little famous i mean we we live in the age of influencers right everyone's got six billion followers how many instagram followers do you have at this point you're going viral like crazy on tiktok I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. For a long time, our listener demographic was primarily composed of people whose go-to jokes are to say that their pronouns are actually their political stance, which is rooted in factually unfounded conspiracies. And these were our fans. We love them. They are the fa- they're the smartest, most intelligent. They know all of it. Um, and so we love those listeners. Yes. But in our efforts to cater to them, we found that we were neglecting the many bot accounts that download our podcast. And that greatly outnumbered, you know, actual human flesh yeah. listeners. Yeah, which, yeah, huge frustration on our part because we want to cater to these these people who have such a fundamental understanding of what a pronoun is. Uh, but Cameron, could you ask the uh, brazier for listener feedback? Absolutely, Dr. London. Let me just send it. P. 
ping it a message? Dear host of the Jock Talk podcast, I'm a very weak robot, a tiny machine. I listened to this week's episode and I'm very ashamed. I can't do a single chin up and all my chestnuts are roasted. I have no idea how to fix this, so I'll just listen to the next episode and hope for the best. Sincerely, a very weak robot. Is ch- my chestnuts are roasted? Is that like a robot slang? I don't, I feel icky saying it. I'm not crazy about it. I feel like it's one of those things where a robot heard that that was the street slang. Yeah. And then they're trying to adopt it, but it was very holiday specific. And And it it has to do with him not being able to do a single chin up. Yeah. Let me, let me think. Cause whenever I've done a chin up, honestly, like if I had to name the feeling, which I never had to articulate the feeling. Be roasting chestnuts. chestnuts, Yeah. Yeah. My chestnuts are roasting. Well, I mean, Dr. London, this very weak machine, I mean, it's kind of pitiful that I can't do a single chin up. Do you just want to tell them to kill themselves or how do you want to handle this? Well, I like the, the, I mean, thank you for that. That, that is, you know, c- certainly one of the, the options, but I, I think maybe the listening to our podcast and hoping for the best is financially far more beneficial for us. Yeah. But they can also just leave their computer on and just have it auto download. So just make sure you do that before you off yourself. I mean, it's the same for us. Well, I, I just, I can't help but feel like at some point, like when it catches up on episodes, it'll stop instead of restarting. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like this is, you, we want to have a, some form of sentience, uh, so, some form of autoplay going on, which I don't trust. And I'm sorry to this, this listener, but I don't trust you to get the settings correct for that. So I, I do want to address one thing. They say, I'm a very weak robot. I listened to this week's episode and am very ashamed. You didn't have to go on that huge rant last week that would make this robot feel so ashamed of themselves. What, because I was criticizing the specific robot in the rant? Yeah, they sent... Well, you were just saying, like, weak robots are so pathetic. I bet they can't do a single chin-up. Yeah. I hate them. They, they'd never be able to beat me in a boxing match. Mm-hmm. And it was unprompted. You just... You, you said, shut up to the guest. Just shut up well, I, while I talk. Shut Yeah. Yeah, the guest kept trying to talk, and that was super annoying. Anyway, so to this listener, thank you for listening. Now for today's medical topic, one of the complications of diabetes mellitus. So mismanaged diabetes, it puts the patient at risk of developing diabetic neuropathy. Diabetic neuropathy results from microvascular damage to the vasa nervorum that surrounds large peripheral nerves. So it's your nervous system that goes out to your, your arms, legs, hands, feet, that kind of thing. Um, and but you even said you, the real problem is really, Dr. London, mismanagement, right? Y- yeah, mismanagement of diabetes, yes. The one job in America that gets so much hate, that everyone spits on, that everyone's like, ew, you don't do anything, is the sacred middle manager. Okay, yeah. The guy who says, hey, you gotta, you gotta show up to this meeting and we gotta, we're gonna have fun games, um, and then we're gonna, you know, schedule this meeting, and I've gotta schedule it. Without that guy, our country falls apart, Dr. London. And what has the medical industry done? They've cut out the middle managers. Now everyone's like, oh, I've gotta be hands on. Where is the guy, you know, sitting with a smart sheet open and just sort of moving ex- like little cells around to make a schedule? Wait, yeah, I, I have been wondering where he went. But it's because you, you fired him, right? Well, yeah, he's costing too much money. Yeah, and like for for very little work. 
Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Because middle managers don't do anything, but Dr. London, they are the foundation. They are the country. Yeah. Of the economy, really. So I get in that sense. Um, there's a decent chance that we caused the recession because when you fired that middle manager, if they are at the backbone of the economy. I mean, we know that you guys, doctors, cause a recession because of the um, you know, COVID pandemic. So yeah, obviously we know. Yeah, I had my hands in a few things. Whatever. So anyway, so this mismanaged diabetes uh, leading to damage to the vasa nervorum that surrounds large peripheral vessels. Uh, this leads to decreased sensation in the feet, and it's the main cause of skin ulcers of the feet in diabetic patients. Um, and that can lead to uh, osteomyelitis, which is an infection of the bone. So um, basically the patients will, they can't feel in their feet, and if they step on something, they, uh, they can have you know, a cut or whatever, and that's why we tell them to check their feet daily because they may not feel the cuts or abrasions or the ulcers at first, and then it has time to become an infection and go up into their bones. Um, and think and all of this could have been avoided if you just had a guy sitting at his computer, he schedules a meeting where, where everyone tells him what they did yesterday, he schedules a meeting later with a different department, and they can sort of chit-chat about stuff and allows them to schedule some more stuff, and then also schedules a meeting at the end of the day to make to see where everyone's at with all of the things they were doing that day and if you were able to have someone like that dr linden disease would be eradicated but you refuse to acknowledge the sanctity of this position i, I feel like i acknowledge the sanctity of when we but uh, so, so when the neuropathy leads to pain uh the treatment will be with pregabalin gabapentin or tricyclic kind of antidepressants but um yeah generally the, the first step is uh, aside from controlling the glucose uh, and the diabetes would be to uh, check those feet. Make sure that they, they don't have any cuts on them because then they can get infected more easily if you're diabetic. Uh, and and make sure to thank your middle manager. Yes, thank your middle manager. Hire more middle managers. There should be more mm -hmm. middle managers than there are yeah. lower level employees. Now, we won't hire anymore. No, absolutely We have a pretty strict not. firing policy. They don't policy. do anything, yeah. Yeah, they're a waste of time. Sort of a waste of resources, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Cameron, you said that we have a guest today. Is that right? That's right, Dr. London. We have, for the very first time, a cool guest. We've never had a cool guest. Wow. Yeah, okay. Did we have Shaq? I thought we had Shaq. Well, we did have Shaq, but Shaq's not cool. He's like a legend. Okay. Could yeah, you like see Shaq, sunglasses, motorcycle, cigarette? I can't. Not, not recently. Yeah. Okay. Hello there. My name is Dr. LennonSmith.com. This is our producer, Cameron. Uh, what was your name? Uh, Big Al McDonald here. Uh, I'm a local mechanic. Okay. Well, oh. Uh, you, you said like a question. Is that? Well. Am I, uh, yes. Yeah. Well. Or do so you have a license for that? You don't have to have a license. I just kind of do it out of my backyard, kind of like how you do your doctors. I mean, it's not that big a deal. All right, so Big Al, uh, what, what brings you here? Um, you're a mechanic, so I, you like to fix stuff. I like to fix stuff. Well, I got to be honest with you, Dr. Lindbergh. My dad told me you can't ever trust doctors uh, because apparently uh, that's where my mom went. She left my dad for a doctor, so I've been doing just fine ever since then. But I really wanted to fix this, so I'm hoping that maybe you can fix it. I want to trust you. Wait, sorry. You've been fine ever since your mom left your dad for a doctor? Well, yeah, because it was the day I was born. Like, he said, well, that's beautiful, so he took her. 
Oh, okay. I, what was he referring to? I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's, my dad was like, it's not that big a deal. You know, we'll be fine without her. Like, I thought it was pretty too. But the doctor, he... You don't keep in contact with your mom? Uh, no. No, I, I don't have the fancy cell phones and the fancy, you know... I know doctors like to drive the Mercedes Benz and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have one of those. I drive a Chevy. Oh, and yeah, you can't drive a Chevy to see your mom, so that... Yeah. No. Well, my... Sh- so I got a 454, uh, but it's not in the car. You gotta kind of like... You gotta push the car to get it to start, but you can't start it without the engine in it. So I do a lot of walking. So I'm healthy. Yeah, that that is similar to my... I mean... How do I describe it? It's it's made of stone, and I use my feet to go, and I, I, I run, and that's what fuels the car, and I'm wearing sort of like a saber-toothed tiger leotard. I've got my kids, Bam Bam, with me. That's my kid's name, too. <laughs> really? Yeah. You guys you must both have the same baby name book. Yeah, our, we might be cousins. We kind of look alike. That's how you can we tell. Kinda, yeah. That's how you can tell, and especially if you both name your kids Bam Bam. That is, the cl- I think that's how they found the like Golden State Killer, yeah, right? Yeah. It wasn't through like one of those DNA archives. It was just they had figured out uh, these two people had named their kids Bam yeah. Bam, or just the twenty three and me used that same logic. They're like, well, yeah, their their kids are named that. Yeah, we got them. So what? Uh, what? What brought you here? You you came here to tell Doctor London that you don't trust him. Yeah, well, I, I was hoping that he could kind of regain my trust back. You know, Caleb? That's, that's pretty nice. Coming at it with an open mind, you've got this bias that you've had since a kid, but you're saying, you know what? Let's look at this rationally. Let's find some reasons to really hate this fucking doctor. Well, to be honest with you, I, I'm really trying to get my car done, and uh, you guys promised me $150 to be here, so I'm really... <laughs> I could really use the money, but I kind of want—I kind of want to trust the doctor afterward. But I mean, if I don't, it's, it's not that big a deal. Okay. Dr. Lennon, you offered him money. Well, it—I it, said him hundred fifty dollars to be here, and I put a lot of it in quotes. So I'm. <laughs> oh. I was. Dr. That, see, that's why you can't trust the doctor. Are you trying to sleep with my wife? I. Well. Do you want to sleep with my wife? I just, now that you present it as an option, now it feels... If you do, you got to leave your keys on the table like the other guys. Oh, okay. There's a system. Is there an app or something? Well, we, it's, it's a service shop. Yeah. We, everything gets served here. It's not that big a deal. Some tailpipes get cleaned. Mm-hmm. You know, some undercarriages get polished up. Yeah. It's, re- it's not that big a deal. As long as someone's dropping 150, then... Then you can do whatever you want. But Dr. Lennon, we run into ethical issues if we're paying our guests. Well, this is supposed to, I mean, what about journalistic integrity? <sighs> I know, but I... That's the I reason you shouldn't much... pay your guests on a podcast. The journalistic integrity. I know. Look, it's I know, compromised I know, but... now. This can't be an honest interview. <sighs> yeah, no, the incentive is there. See, here's the thing, though. I kept finding that we were making so much money off this podcast. Yeah. Which listeners will know because they've... They're missing money. Like they, if they check their pockets right now, they're missing money. Well, yeah, uh, they they were holding cash, and now it is gone because this podcast was distracting them. We have a lot of pickpockets out there, and so they're probably doctors. Yeah, well, we're we're trying to fund a lot of medical education, and that's how you do it. 
Like, otherwise, unless you want to go into debt, <laughs> which... Tell me a way a doctor can make money without creating a podcast to distract people and then hiring other doctors to pickpocket them. Tell me. Prove, prove to me. Where's that paycheck? Yeah. And I'll say they, they aren't all doctors yet. Like, some of them... Like, sure, some of them are highly successful doctors. Like, they, they're great at their practice. Doc, Dr. Fauci is one of them, but uh, he's, he's trying to quit the game now. Yeah. He... he not to brag on him too much but like he's really good at the you know it, he taught me it's a two-finger technique you, you don't do it's just your index and your middle finger and you squeeze that's that what in. they told my mom or the or the index ring finger or whatever that that gets the best grip and you just pull it out you don't like pinch it you're talking you know? about the pickpocketing or going over to big al's wife's house i'm a little confused too doctor yeah big al what can london do to earn your trust again to make you believe that, hey, maybe doctors aren't full of BS. Well, I, I've heard that all doctors kind of know each other. Yes. And so, yeah. so can you call the doctor and tell him that Big Al wants to talk to his mom? Uh, I hate these calls. It's a house visit. That's what you're asking for. Uh, that's what we got. And she left. Yeah. So, so, I, so, yeah, doctor. If, if you I, want that. Well, I'm starting to not trust you even more because that's exactly the same kind of lingo, lingo that he used. And then she's gone. And now it's been 47 years and I haven't seen my mom. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to call. The, yeah, do you, yeah. In your phone, do you have Al's mom's uh, new doctor yeah, husband? But like, and by new, I mean, you know, yeah. 47 years ago. No, I do. So. I'll, I'll make the call. Just, um, can you guys just, Kind of pipe down for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Hello. Hey, bro, what's up? Okay, well, yeah, no, I, and I'm sorry, I don't, I don't want to interrupt you. I know we have big plans. We're gonna go to the movies tonight. Okay. No, I don't want to interrupt you, but I'm going to. No, you know what? If you can't have a, just a normal conversation, we're, yes, we're going to the movies later. We're going to the movies, but we're not. Never, never mind. Son of a. Wow. Oh, I hate that guy. I hate that. Yeah, guy. you guys have a history. So, I mean, you have you worked with this guy, or just socially you hate him? Uh, well, oh yeah, I guess, I guess it's mostly social. Um, like I don't know if you overheard. Uh, but yeah, we have movie plans later. And we kept disagreeing on what we're going to go see. Oh, uh, he wanted to go so. see Megan and you wanted yeah. to go see Megan in 3D. You're telling me yes. about this. Yeah. Yeah. And I told, cause I told him like, I, I don't normally wear glasses. I want to kind of feel what that's like. And so with the 3D glasses option, I thought like, this is my chance to kind of, you know, enter the Poindexter point of view. Yeah. Doctor, are you trying um, to sleep with my mom too? I'm just, I'm, I'm so confused what's going on right now. I thought you were going to help me, but now I feel like you're trying to hurt me. It's, it's what if, so Big Al, we ran into the, the issue that I often run into, which is I, not only am I in contact with these other doctors, we have a beef. A beef at the movies? Unfortunately. Yeah, it, it really gets in the way of whatever other agenda I have for the call, which today was, hey, what about Big Al's mom? Uh... He really try, just try calling again. Okay. Just give him another call. Okay. Just give it a shot. We'll see. I... Hello. Hey, man, what's up? So just like, what's wrong with the 3D glasses idea? What's what do you hate about that? Oh, it's a little cost a little extra. You slept with you? No. And keep it on task. We're talking about the movies. Yeah. 
Okay, he hung up. He hung up on me. Okay, and I don't. I don't know if you heard, overheard any of that, but uh, it's it's really frustrating these colleague relationships with these doctors. Um, Doctor London, have you met Big L's mom? Met is a strong word. Uh, oh, ew! I don't know what that means, but I don't like it. Yeah, Doctor England, I'm really starting to question if you're a real doctor. Yeah. Uh, th- thank you, thank you. I get that a lot, but um, no, I so yes, I've I've met her because once again, like I'll go over to their house, we'll watch the game. Uh, the game being, you've been to my mom's house and you're not even telling her the big Al's been looking. You know how many cars I've tried to flip so that way I can find my mom just in the back seat of one, maybe. Well, you you flip it because you think she's under it. No, like I buy them and then she's not in there. So then like I got to sell it and then I buy another one and I just keep doing it and I'm losing money and then there's no mom. Okay. That is frustrating. Um, It seems like, you know, you were saying before the one thing holding you back is that you don't have a fancy cell phone. Seems like that might be the cheaper option. Just get a, like a pay as you go. If that's the thing that's preventing you from finding your mom, I would say just invest in like a cheap smartphone. That sounds like something a doctor would say, like, oh, they want a Big Al to get one of those little medical things to put in my heart, but, you know, Big Al's not going to do that because Big Al knows that the doctors are just trying to listen because Big Al got some really pretty little girls, he's got the daughters, and I know that doctors are going to come try and take them just like they took my mom, so no, I'm not going to get your smart, fancy phone. Let, Let me prove that this isn't coming from a doctor's advice. While you buy your smartphone, smoke a cigarette. What? A doctor would never tell you to do uh, that, except for uh, for decades they did, but not now. But apart from decades, yeah. Yeah. They so, wouldn't. So, so I always smoke cigarettes. I didn't know if we could smoke in here because, you know, technically it's a doctor's office. But I figured it's not yeah. that big a deal. But I didn't do it anyway. But, I mean, yeah, I'm still drinking. So yeah. I'm really starting to get the vibe that you're wanting to come over to my house, Dr. Lexington. Do you have the 150? Do you not have the 150? Yeah, what's your angle here, Dr. London? What are you trying to do with Big Al and his wife? So the the wife situation, sure, we've met. Sure, we've hung out at your house. Sure, we watched the game, which in this case was uh, Russian roulette. We watched that game. Um, (laughs) I'm glad I always win that one. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, it was, yeah, it was a good game and, you know, kind of just had a party, had some finger food, whatever. Uh, th- sorry, that two finger food is the, the, the middle and the index finger food. Um, oh yeah. Cause she, she's always got that yeast infection. Right. I mean, it's not that big a deal, but doctor, you, I mean, you probably like the yeast infections. Yeah, I, I, you treat them a so lot. People, this is a misconception here. People it's think your that because I have treated a lot of yeast infections, that that's my favorite. Yeah, you're obsessed. So I just want to. You're you're obsessed with them like every day. Got another yeast infection, Doctor London. I think if we want to earn Big Al's trust, you gotta get you gotta call uh, his mom's doctor husband again. You have to, and then maybe try to get her on the line, and so that Big Al can finally meet his mom here on the show. This is gonna go viral. I don't know. Yeah, but, but maybe then. I, yeah, I could get my car fixed and drive over well, to her. We yeah. would oh, go, you know. How, oh, we would. Sure, sure, buddy. See, yeah. Cameron, this is why. This is why. This is why yeah, you don't I don't want to promise money to people. The I, journalistic I, integrity, but we're gonna go viral and we're gonna make a bunch of money. 
Okay, I'm gonna call. Just, just gonna give call. another call. Hello. Hey, bro. What's up? Hey, put the other guy on the phone. I we want to talk about the movies. So, 3D. Did we settle on 3D or not? Sorry. Okay. Honestly, do you want to just get there and we decide when we were there? Cause like I feel like okay, you're oh, so you're too busy. Whatever. Screw you, man. I can't stand that guy. Doctor Linda, we could have had a viral moment if you just put aside your pride. It sounds like it sounds like his mom answered initially. Oh, did she? Yeah. Sorry, I was just so. And you said, and you demanded that she. Oh my gosh. Okay, I Big Al, I'm on your side. You can't trust doctors. This is. So you're telling me that you go to the movies with her husband. You look at her vagicil or her penicillin shot or whatever it is that you're doing, and you're telling me it's not that big a deal. But then you can't even put Big Al on the phone when you got to, when you got when you're on the phone with her. Big Al's getting kind of upset right now, Doctor. Um, uh, are we ready for the chore wheel? Yes. Dr. Lynn and I have been neglecting all of the tasks on our to-do list, and so we created this fun chore wheel, and we spin it in whatever it lands on. That is the chore that we must do. And Big Al, as our guest, would you do us a huge favor and spin that big old wheel that's behind you? Uh, yeah, I'll add this one right here. Yep. Oh, no, of course we have to do this. I can't read it, guys. Tell me what it says. <clears throat> We have to invent new dogs. The mayor contacted us last weekend and he said he was really, really tired at the lack of new dog breeds. It's like, oh, golden doodle, old news. And so he tasked us with, I mean, creating a task force to invent new dog breeds. I can tell you right now, uh, I'm tired of uh, tiny dogs. But what is the opposite of a tiny dog, Dr. London? An even tinier dog. That's right. An itty-bitty microscopic little dog. And that would be named maybe like a shrinky-doo. Big Al, are you much of a, a dog guy? Uh, I like the pit bulls, you know, a little bit. I like them big and tough and rough and, you know, with a lot of scruff. Yeah. Unexpected aggressiveness is sort of your, what appeals to you. Do you have a pitch for a dog you want to see that doesn't exist yet? Yep. Uh, I'd love to see, like I said, I like pit bulls, so I would love to see a pit Chevy. It's half pit bull, half Chevy, but it's got long blonde hair, it loves peanut butter, and from the hips back, it's the same as a human female. Everyone, boys and girls. So, so, so the front, front is a Chevy? No, the front, the front is, a, dog. is a, a pit bull. But it's, okay. it, 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 the, it's got the heart of a Chevrolet. Okay. So I could. And then the physical body of a. a it diesel? sounds like a beautiful blonde woman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> An adult human woman? Is that. Yeah. I mean... Like on the subject of pitching a dog. Yeah. So whenever I throw a dog, uh, usually I can't get it that far because. Its legs will splay out. Uh huh. So what I'm wanting is a more aerodynamic dog. What about like uh, a flying squirrel type of dog? So it has the like netting in between its arms. So yeah, it's a real good glide yeah. when you chuck it. Yeah, that that sounds good. I 
Yeah, actually, I gotta go, so uh, we gotta hit that movie. But um, uh, yeah, if you could um, real quick, Big Al, uh, do, do you have anything uh, anything anyone you're a fan of, anyone you'd like to promote, give a shout out to? I'd like to give a shout out to uh, there's there's a com stand up comic Alex Cunningham out there. Uh, unrelated. I'm trying to remember. Uh, Big Al, you did you happen to know his his social media or whatever? Well. I didn't want to bring it up, but you guys, you know, you you were talking about stalkers, and I kind of got uh, they stalkered me. Um, they they said that I was too close to his house a couple times, but he's got he drives a really nice car. So wait, they stalkered you, or you stalkered him? Yeah, that's whatever they they gave me the paper, and they said don't be within you know like 150 okay. feet or something. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Alex Cunningham, he's really good. Everything is uh at the real Alex Cunningham. Uh, okay. I can tell you want his phone number and his address. Uh, I mean, it's just not that a, big a deal. Yeah, uh, just just his. Um, what about his podcast? What's his podcast called? Uh, Life is cooler with AC. Oh, yeah. Which is he? He's got the AC in his car. He's got the nice one. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say that's uh, factual. That's that's just simple and factual. Yeah, it's so. a doctor term. Yeah, yeah, cooler. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, um. Well, thank you to Big Al. Uh, let's see. I guess, you know, I don't normally do it. Cameron, do you have anyone to shout out? Aside, well, I guess Stucky Talkie. Yeah, Stucky Talkie and, uh, yeah, all the real heroes out there. Again, not the superheroes, but the people doing the proper stalking every single day to make sure celebrities know that they're beloved. Uh, I want to thank all the doctors out there who are um, doing some pickpocketing on my behalf right now. We are just winding up, so you're going to want to wind up because it's, like they they they're gonna look soon. So um, just nobody check your pockets until like until DJ Dylan you know kind of declares the ending here. Uh, but anyway, uh, that was um, thank you again to to Big Al. Thank you to our producer Cameron. Thank you to Did You Don't the House. It's not that big a deal. I mean, it's not that big a deal. 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 I mean, it's not that big a deal. It's not that big a deal. It's not that big a deal. I mean, it's not that big a deal. I like pitbulls. It's not that big a deal.